0: Doo, 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 doo. Okay. Levels are set. Recording. Oh, hey, Nancy. Uh, hey, about last week, you know, I didn't mean, you know, you, you have to uh, Wait, what, what are you do you wait, 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 wait. I can I can explain.
1: Well, that'll show you to shoot me with tranquilizer darts.
2: Donald Trump, and I took a re- wait, which, one second, I gotta put my hands up here, and that
3: one's the L, okay, I took a left at the valley <laughs>
2: I know we shouldn't have to scream that we're atheists, you know we don't have non-astrologers and all that, but with the religious people taking over the world, I mean, we can either speak up or be pushed into a corner i be skeptic a non-believer, and if it- I say it's <laughs> ignorance and you just call
0: it faith and unsubstantiated claims. That's something to be ashamed. I'm an atheist. Covered up your own from the intensive care unit. This is Left of the Valley. <laughs> My name is Kevin, and it's hard to talk with gauze in your mouth. Joining me as usual is a team whose loyalty to the host has come into question.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, we are really talk about that, guys. <laughs>
2: Um well
0: she kicked my ass. I I I, I mean she um, she had a solid alibi as to where she was during my attack, Nancy. I have three
1: Science alibis. can <laughs> pick whatever one you want.
0: <laughs> and when she found my carcass her first reaction was to take my wallet. them.
4: <laughs> hey, I have animals to feed.
0: <laughs> Ladies, welcome back.
1: Oh,
3: we're so glad to be
1: here. <laughs> it's finally raining. Yeah,
0: isn't that interesting?
1: <laughs> yeah, fall came like uh, overnight,
0: didn't it? Yeah. Give
4: it another day. It'll be summer
0: again. I hope. Hope you guys had a great week. It was a long week. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was. But that's okay. So today we'll be talking to a YouTuber by, that goes by the moniker of Got This Cranium. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be very interesting. But first, let's do a little bit of chit-chat. Because we got lots of things to go through. Um, you know how we've been following the uh, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia thing? Yep. Well, the Foreign, ministers, uh, foreign Affairs Minister, Christia, Free, um, Freeland, is voicing some concern about another female civil rights activist jailed in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Her name is Isra al Gham. I hope I said that right, and five others are facing the death penalty. Oh, gosh. Yikes. Yeah, last year in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, you know that bastion of freedom? Mm -hmm. And you know how the very civil country executed 146 people? Um, These women are accused of inciting protest. Inciting protest. Oh,
1: gosh.
0: And, uh, of course, no violent behavior, but apparently that's enough to condemn them to death.
1: You know, now that, that women can drive in Saudi Arabia, you just wonder why they don't get in a car and keep going. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that is a very good point. That is a good
0: point. <laughs> I feel like I would.
1: Yeah. Just
0: yeah. just run out of the country and just stop when the car runs out of gas. There you go.
1: <laughs> I wonder if there'd be any problems at the border. You,
0: know? <laughs> 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 you got a car, run right through the border. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you guys hear that Ontario has launched a snitch site I, to weed out teachers to find the sex ed curriculum.
1: I, you know, at first, I thought that was the Onion. So did I. Or the Beaverton.
4: I heard a little tidbit about that, too.
1: Yeah.
0: It's called For the ForTheParents.ca. This is, of course, we've talked about this, how the uh, conservative government that went into Ontario has decided that, no, gender identity and cyberbullying were not things that actually existed, so they decided to, no, let's go back to a program of sex ed that from the 90s because they love to make Canada great again, I guess. And the teachers basically stood up and said, no, we're not going to do this. If we're going to teach you a curriculum, fine, but we're going to add to it because these things are actually true and they, they exist and the kids need to know. Well, now Ontario decided to launch a site so parents can actually go and complain. And then the teachers can face some repercussions.
1: That's unreal. Now, do, do you think it's like culture guard is actually going to get on there?
0: Oh, I complain? bet you they will. Oh, I bet you they will. Or
1: are regular, regular parents are, are actually going to be snitches.
0: Well, the regular parents, yes, but the religious ones, especially, yeah, I guess. yeah they're going to be the, the snitches.
4: Now, I have a question here. Yes, are they just going to snitch about this particular program and this particular part of the curriculum? Because I can see, so- I can see somebody, because there's teachers out there that for other parts of the curriculum pushing their opinions, hmm. like I can imagine teachers pushing their opinions and I can see how this could turn around on them as well.
0: That is interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, in the meantime, the Registered Nurses Association... Ontario, came out and said that the lack of information in the sex ed curriculum, which of course lacks talk about consent and proper naming of body parts, will leave students ill-prepared. Yeah, of course.
1: Well, is there any, any way to um, countermand this whole sex ed thing that Ford put in? I mean, can, can anyone, not anyone, but can the legislature or anyone reverse that decision?
0: Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I I really don't know. I mean, uh, if if the uh, the other uh, opposition parties band together and try to talk to, but I think I think he's got a majority right now, doesn't he?
1: Well, if he Indiana. gets away with this, one has to wonder looking at, you know, that that country that's directly south of yeah. us that shall remain nameless. You know, <laughs> whether, you know, be, because whether the dictator of that country can get away with it and we're supposedly a democracy. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, he's he's absolutely playing from Trump's book, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And it And well, it, it just makes him look extremely foolish. I mean, you... And in, in my mind, part of me wants to say, yeah, you keep doing these kind of stupid things uh, because it might have worked in the States because there's a lot of r- religious denominations. Canada is not as religious as a no. country, and you're just looking more and more foolish. So yeah. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen here. Okay, well, you know, we're a bit far from the holidays, but, you know, if you guys are looking for a gift, why not buy the most expensive substance on Earth? Which is... Antimatter. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At a cost of $62.5 trillion per gram.
1: Is that with or without tax?
0: Uh, p- probably without.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, what the scientists do is they concentrate energy into a small space to create antimatter and then they separate it magnetically. And then it's kept in a vacuum because as soon as you have matter touching antimatter, poop. Yeah, you got an explosion, and it cancels itself. And they say if you drop a raisin sized antimatter. Uh, piece uh, anywhere it would equal Hiroshima and Nagasaki combined
4: that answers my next question I was going to ask how big the boom was
0: the boom is big it's a big boom so for the holidays guys think about it she deserves antimatter
1: so so being totally ignorant about these things what, is there a collection of antimatter any place?
0: No, I don't think there is at this point. I mean, as soon as they, uh, because the problem is containing antimatter, right? If it touches matter, yeah. so, so, so ma- managing to have create antimatter, they can manage to do it, but to keep it in a vacuum in a in a specific area, that is the problem. So until they can come up with a a concept that can actually do that on a semi permanent basis. As soon as they create antimatter, it kind of disappears right away. So
1: even if you had enough money to buy it, how would you mail it to yourself? How You'd would have you, to give it, it
0: to her right away.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think UPS would be really... No. no they're, they're not prepared. UPS
0: drug blows up at the bottom. Yeah.
4: Of Come it. on, honey, we're going on a trip.
0: <laughs> in international news, there is a fatwa in Indonesia against the measles vaccine. Oh, God. Because it contains traces of pork. That would be good for another brilliant moment, actually. Um, The Indonesia Ulama Council, uh, which is uh, chaired by Ammar Ruf Amin, is actually, he's a running mate for the president, uh, uh, Yoko Widodo. Indonesia has been highly influenced by fatwas by this council. Hmm. Uh, Of course, it's a highly Muslim country. And um, even the fatwas have actually been used in court. And now as soon as the council pronounced himself like that, there's been a drop in vaccination. Mm. So another brilliant moment for sure.
1: Yeah, I wonder, of course, that brings up the question, what can you, can you substitute the pork?
0: Or, well, which part you know. of the pork is in there and, you know, what is it? That, I
1: mean, there, is there something else yeah. that, you know, is, is it like a cow vex, you know? Or I don't know. Other? I
0: don't know exactly. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar enough with the ingredients no, to say what, no. what, what it could be replaced. But it so, Hopefully it they so, can yeah, find.
1: Yeah, it sounds as though that can be overcome, by that uh, Sounds like somebody needs
0: to find a loophole. Well, part of me wants to yeah. say, you know what? If you're stupid enough to do that, you know what? Just go ahead and die. You know, no. I hate to say it, but, you know, you've you got to be that dumb. Darwin Award.
4: <laughs> Did you hear about the um the it was measles in it was at a pool, a public pool. Um, I forget where it was though. Really? No. Yeah, it was recent too. I didn't hear about this. No, oh, sorry. It was um oh Christina would know. It was yeah, somebody I'm assuming that they didn't know that they had the measles and obviously weren't vaccinated against it or anything. They went to a public pool and there was a bit of a breakout there, from what yeah. I understand.
0: Oh, uh, last week you spoke about uh, the uh, Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, dying. Yeah. Well, did you guys hear that? When the uh, Fox News decided to put up a tribute to Aretha oh, Franklin, God. but she put up, they put up a photo of Patti Labelle instead.
1: Oh. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that talk makes about, them so credible, doesn't it? Good. That's what happens when you have a group of white guys around yeah. the network.
0: <laughs> Seems that Fox News can't tell the black women apart, apparently.
1: Yeah.
0: They all oh, look hey, the same. Put any picture yeah. of a black woman up there will do, right?
1: You know, once, once you've seen one black singer, you've seen them all. That's
0: right, right that's it's right.
1: Just unbelievable. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, white people watch Fox News. No, it's News not again.
1: unbelievable. It's Fox News. It's, it's Fox News. very exactly.
0: believable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, more local stuff. You know, last week we talked about uh, Maxine Bernier, Uh, uh, threatening to quit the Conservatives well he did he did and now he's he's uh, thinking about starting his own party and I couldn't be happier
1: you think he's gonna do it
0: I hope he does it because if he does he's gonna split the right and I hope he does because god damn it like I've been saying this for you've heard me say this for a long time in rough numbers about two thirds of Canadians are progressive liberals call them what you want and one quarter one third are Conservatives (laughs) And the only reason conservative governments go in is because they all come out to vote and the left is apathetic. If they split the right, there is no way in hell a conservative government is going to go in at all.
1: Well, how do you see? I haven't read anything um, specifically. I just saw the headline. What direction do you think that party is going to take? Well, he's going to go go
0: so far. I think he seems to be going extreme right.
1: Extreme right.
0: Extreme right because he wow. th- he thinks he thinks Andrew Shearer and the Conservatives aren't conservative enough. Oh. So this is exactly what happened in Alberta, right? When they had the Wild Rose Party and then they had the Conservatives, the Wild Rose Party was more yeah. extreme, right? Boom, the NDP got in, you know.
1: So it's happy days for the, I, the, the liberals. And- I'm
0: going to be watching that, yeah, for sure. I mean, if he actually yeah. does it, it's 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 going to be very hard for him to pr- bring out enough candidates of quality for the next election that's happening next year.
1: Might be good for the Greens.
0: I, I think about, I think he just guaranteed Justin Trudeau another term. That's for sure. Yeah. If he does it, so it's going to be very interesting to watch. And speaking of uh, conservative, uh, you hear that John McCain died.
1: Oh, of course. Senator John
0: McCain in the States, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you can have a lot of issues with John McCain's philosophy and and being Republican and and letting the progressives down every now and then, Um, but there's just no doubt that the man had integrity and did things because yeah. he really felt as though he was representing the best interests of, of the country you know? I,
0: I rarely yeah. agreed with the guy
1: yeah I, I, you know I didn't
0: but but uh, I guess I have to admit he was a patriotic man.
1: He was, and and the, the all the news reports are stressing the fact that he was bipartisan, which is which is true. I think and it's true. On occasion, he he really did, and he was civil. Yeah, he was I, a civil.
0: And I think he was the type of Republican that uh, that is sorely missed in the states because yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, of course, there's a lot of things we didn't agree on the Republican side, but he had some, like you said, he had some integrity. I remember in particular that one incident where he was asked by a partisan at one of his rallies about. Obama being a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And he stood up and he says, no, he's not a Muslim. You know, That's stop right. stop being stupid here. He's not a Muslim. Yeah. He's an American citizen, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he stood up for his opponent. He did. And this is something that is sorely, sorely lacking right now in conservative yeah. policy in the I States. mean, it's,
1: it's hard to believe that up until about 20, 20 years ago or so, somewhere in, in through there when Newt Gingrich became Speaker of the House, up until that time, there was that not always, but there was the degree of civility where you had Republicans and Democrats crossing the aisle to try and um, pass bills mm. that were good for the majority of of, um, of the American people. And I think um, McCain really was the last of his breed until you know, the Republican Party crashes and burns oh, wow. and has to rebuild. Yeah. So it is, it's uh, it's sad, um, you know, on a number of, of different of different levels.
0: Yeah. I didn't agree with the guy on um, most of, no, not I, everything, I but nonetheless, I think I think he he does. The way the he conducted
1: respect. himself. Yeah. In in Congress. And his, his
0: story is absolutely fantastic too. You know, yeah. being a prisoner of war and being tortured and being offered to be let go, but he says he says to his uh, his captors, "I'm not leaving unless the rest of my compatriots leave with me." And they say no, and he stayed wow. another pr- a prisoner again for another five years, being tortured on a regular basis. It's like wow.
1: The interesting that's, thing, that's yeah, The interesting thing is that his last, one of his last requests, is that Obama and Bush speak at his funeral. Guess who's not in yeah, that? Guess yeah. Guess
0: who's not there? Yeah.
1: Guess who's not there? And it was just a matter of his integrity. You know, even though he honored the office, he just couldn't abide the fact that 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 man would stand up and say insincere things.
0: Yeah, exactly. I totally exactly. oh. understand that. Yeah. So. And last but certainly not least, as if he wasn't cool enough, do you guys hear that? Batman's an Atheist.
4: Yes, I did! As
0: if he's not cool enough as it is, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's canon now. It's canon now, yeah. Apparently, uh, in one of the comics, he's left at the altar. by He's about to marry Catwoman, and he's left at the altar. And then he goes on, as Bruce Wayne, to do a lot of jury duty, where he admits that he's an atheist. Which is an interesting thing, because in the DC world... He kind of deals with gods on a regular basis you know he faces mm-hmm. them he has fights against them or with them so <laughs> so it's interesting to see that but you know hey batman smartest he's, man in the comic book world has, has there
1: been any any pushback has there been any
4: no? Oh, not you
0: know? yet but he's i'd like to see point. them
4: try how long has batman been around yeah, like, yeah realistically okay. i'd like to see them try
0: so, it's going, to be, it's going to be an interesting thing to That's see. That's
1: good. Well, welcome to the group. Batman. Exactly. Yes. Glad who, doesn't, to have you. who doesn't love
0: Batman anyway?
1: And uh, so just, on. just to
4: hop in here, going back to the measles story, I looked it up. It was actually a New S Minister. Oh. Really? And it wasn't a breakout, but there was somebody that went to the pool. Uh, it was last Sunday, actually. And with the measles. The, yeah, with the measles. And they knew. I don't know if they knew, because oftentimes you'll be... Um, oh, what's the word? Aseptomate? Something like that, before you actually show yeah. the measles. Yeah. Um, and people that went to the pool at the same time on the same day were exposed to it so there hasn't wasn't an outbreak uh but they were exposed to
0: it huh. well <sighs> vaccinate people vaccinate jeez yeah all right my dear nancy it's time for top 10
1: oh absolutely yeah, this is a fun this is a fun one and an important one at the same Ooh. at the same time um because you know, even the, generally we have a conversation or we mention something having to do with gender equality on, on all, all of our shows. It's just kind of a, a running uh, theme of ours to acknowledge you know, uh, good uh, gender identity by organizations mm-hmm. or uh, progress. So this is a list. Actually, there are 12. So um, I think we can cover all 12. But these are... Twelve things other countries have done to promote gender equity. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh. Now this is a this is a U.S.-based article, um, but that's okay. Canada is mentioned, and you'll you'll be surprised as to how exactly we're mentioned. But uh, but we are. So cool. um, in America today, just to review beforehand, a woman makes on average eighty cents to a man's dollar. A black woman makes sixty-two cents to a white man's dollar. Federal law prohibits discrimination in places of public accommodation based on race, religion, and other categories, but not on sex, including sexual orientation or transgender status. And there are still police departments in the U.S. that don't make clear in policies or training materials that on-duty sexual misconduct against civilians is prohibited. Six of the U.S. nation's governors are women. Five are white, no transgender or lesbian so far. Eighty-one percent of women report having been subject to sexual harassment. More than a third have experienced intimate partner violence. Uh, Companies that provide paid family leave are still less than 40 percent, often offering significantly less leave. Um, uh, than men, reinforcing the notion that raising children is still a women's responsibility. And I'm mentioning this because this has to do with some of the the, um, the things that we're going to mention. So here we go. This is not a top 10 where there's, you know, one that's above the other. So I'm just going to take them in order. Sure. Okay, our, uh, Argentina has a law that's adopted in 2012 that allows for legal gender recognition based solely on an individual's self-determination and makes sex change surgery a legal right covered by public and private insurance wow Wow. yeah thank you argentina number two germany's wage transparency act In 2018, so very recently, a German law allows workers at companies with more than 200 employees to find out the median remuneration of a colleague of the opposite sex in the same or comparable role, and then the median remuneration is based on that of at least six opposite sex colleagues. So they actually have, you know, you know what the guy is making who's sitting next to you in the same mm-hmm. job who might be a man. So then they, they base the call, make sure everything's equal.
0: You know, I, I gotta ask this uh, real quick, uh, a, little, a little left turn there. Um, it seems apparently, uh, I don't know if you guys feel that way, but in the- states apparently it's very taboo to ask a person how much they're making how it much is. their salary is yeah it do you guys feel that here i mean i I've...
4: i would say yeah
0: i do you think it's taboo here too
4: i would say a little bit yeah depending on what industry you're in really yeah. Yeah.
0: i i never i never I thought of it as being taboo. taboo i like don't that. think it should be yeah. I mean, if, if, if I, uh, I'll often ask somebody, says, "You mind me asking how much you're making an hour or so, whatever?" And most people don't really have a problem saying, but you know, apparently, it's a taboo thing in the states.
1: It is. I it
4: feel depends. like it's not so much a taboo thing, like with like the person mm-hmm. talking about it. I feel like it's more so within an industry or like within a company. Interesting.
1: Yeah, there are some that are transparent. For instance, I taught for many years, and teacher salaries were always published. Yeah, and it kind of
4: makes you go, like, why are you being so, like, don't share what you're making?
0: I think it's an easy way to realize that, oh, this guy's making more than me, maybe I should complain.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, interesting. Believe it or not, on this list is Rwanda. What? Yeah, Rwanda Constitution, which was adopted in 2003, mandates... That 30% of parliamentary seats be reserved for women. Today, 61.3% of the lower chamber and 38.5% of the upper chamber seats of the Rwandan parliament are held by women. The highest representation of women parliamentarians in the world. Wow. Who would have thought? Rwanda. Because usually Rwanda is down at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, corruption and things like that. But for some, you know, they they do feel that the sexes are equal in terms of government.
0: Maybe there is a uh, strong matriarchal society basis in Rwanda. Yeah,
1: could be. I found that That'd be too. an interesting
0: thing to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's another surprise. This list is full of surprises. Pakistan has a Transgender Person's Protection of Rights Act.
0: Get out of here. Pakistan?
1: Pakistan I know. This is this. Pakistan's new law, uh, as of this year, prohibits discrimination against transgender people in schools, at work, on public modes of transit, and while receiving medical care. It also allows people to choose their gender and to have that identity recognized on official documents, including... National IDs, passports, and driver's licenses. You're
0: telling me that Pakistan is more advanced than the United States on that matter. I, I,
1: wow. I am telling you that, oh, according to this article, God. that's the truth.
0: Wow! It's now, funny truth, when you,
1: I mean, according to Giuliani, truth is you know. Truth
0: yeah, truth is the truth. Truth but- is yeah. truth,
1: but <laughs> I tend to believe this truth. <laughs> Damn! I know, isn't that? And this, by the way, this article is from the ACLU. So I, I do tend to say, okay, I'll, I'll believe there, it.
0: There is hope for this world, after all.
1: There is. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's one that's not so so surprising, but it's good to see. Iceland has yeah, an equal pay law. Gender-based discrimination has been illegal in Iceland since 1961, um, but they had a wage gap. But in this year, it's surprising how many laws have been passed this year. Um, It requires companies to demonstrate that their wages are fair. So that by 2022, any public or private body in Iceland reporting more than 25 people that hasn't been independently certified as paying equal wages for work of equal value will face daily fines. Damn. Daily fines. It's not only a slap on the wrist. Okay, closely followed... By sweden's parental leave well, of course sweden provides get this 480 days of paid parental leave to be used before child is eight which makes sense Two parent households get the full benefit only if each parent takes 90 non-transferable days off in an effort to ensure that no one parent or gender is seen as the sole caregiver. So there are some equality things you have. So it's
4: equaling like it's taking the importance of both the mother and the father yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, so or always, both parents it's so always and, mommy taking a day off for junior Their dad yeah. Did, yeah.
4: Does it and so. it seems like it's also not forcing her to go, have to go choose between the leave and going back to work too Correct. soon yeah, exactly. Which I feel like is a big problem.
1: Yeah, and it does acknowledge that the father has a primary responsible role along with, with the mother, which is, I mean, this is Sweden. You know? <laughs> I'm I, not surprised, but it's so good to I see I wonder it.
0: how, uh, although it's, it's really well-intentioned, but let's say, for example, that he makes, they work in different places, him and her, and he makes twice as much as she does. His days off, is he inclined to take less days off because they make more money
1: with him?
4: It is paid leave, is it not? Paid.
1: Yeah, oh, it's it's paid, paid, paid. oh,
4: it's paid leave. It's paid. It's not unpaid.
1: Four hundred and eighty days of paid. play it, forget it. They get
0: paid for that shit. I'll go back to sleep
1: here. Okay, so now we'll get to <laughs> Norway. Of course. Uh, since two thousand and eight, Norway has required that women make up forty percent of publicly listed company boards. Companies that fail to comply, listen to this, risk dissolution. Not only a fine, oh. but if they don't maintain that, they're out of there.
0: Wow. Uh, it's pretty wow. strong stuff. That's socialism. The they're, government interfering in this. Thank goodness. So it's of...
1: democratic socialism and may <laughs> it thrive. Okay, number eight, which is we, we, it's not ranked, at just the number eight that we're speaking about. New Zealand has a sex work just. Dis- Decriminalization. New Zealand decriminalized sex work in two thousand and three with the Prostitution Reform Act, which protects sex workers' rights through employment yeah. and human rights legislation.
0: That's my old job.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Number nine, the United Kingdom's National Health Service uh covers abortion and treatment for gender dysphoria. I don't think we have we, we cover um, abortion, but we don't gender dysphoria yet. Okay, that's nine. Okay, so here's ten, and here's where Can- here's where Canada comes in, and I just have to laugh. It's important, but I just have to laugh. In 2016, Canada eliminated its da five percent tax on tampons and other menstrual products. This is how we made the list. <laughs> <laughs> I know. With all the, with
0: all you U.S. <laughs> listeners, you want cheap tampons, <laughs> <again>.
1: yeah?
3: You, <laughs> yeah, but
1: even without that, they're still not cheap.
0: Well, yeah. uh, okay, I'll take your word for it.
1: They're still, no, but you, you, you save what thirteen or fourteen cents tax.
4: We uh, go to Costco.
1: Yeah, but it's, <laughs> that's right. You know, but it's a good thing because for a long time, women complained that this is, you know, this is, this has to do with our health. And well, yeah. so it should be non-taxable. It's not like it's an accessory. It's a necessity. Well, yeah. You know, having to do with with our body. So, but with all the other things that we still Lag behind. me I mean, we're really good on a lot of things, but of all, yeah. but it's it's progress. it's progress. But all the yeah. things
0: that made that list, it was that.
1: It was yeah. It was fun. You,
0: you think vampires use tampons for tea time?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but in the end, you still have to pay for them.
1: That's right. Yes. That's right. Okay. Two more. This is interesting. Morocco's law on domestic workers in 2016. Morocco passed a law that requires proper labor contracts for domestic workers that limits their daily working hours, guarantees days off and paid vacations, and sets a minimum wage. It also provides financial penalties for employers who violate these provisions and even prison sentences for repeat offenders. Yikes. So, yeah.
4: Mm, it's pretty sweet. I mean, for
1: years, this has been the, you pay the domestic worker whatever she wants and then she is an independent contractor and so she, yeah. she or he, is responsible i think there are they're becoming more um uh, laws like this but they're, they're le- less
0: serving sort of slave like <laughs> yeah
1: okay last one around the world women leaders In more than 20 countries, women have served as president or prime minister. The countries include Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Germany, Iceland, India, Ireland, Israel, Libya, Norway, Pakistan, the Philippines, South Korea, and the UK. The first woman to become head of state was Siramavo, I'm going to just murder this lady's last name, Bandara Niki, who served as Prime Minister of Ceylon and Sri Lanka, beginning in
4: 1960.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, and later this week, the ACLU um, in the States will unveil a plan that calls for the ongoing problems of discrimination in the United States and pledges the commitment from from ACLU to achieving progress in each area over the next 12 months to make progress the U.S. Needs uh, people to write in and to to say yes. We back you. What pol and they they want to know what policies um, they think would advance gender justice in the United States. So I don't know whether or not there's anything similar in Canada hmm. to that's devoted to what areas do you think are the important ones to to pursue. That's a tough question. That is I a mean, tough question. That's, that's a, a question tough too. question. Yeah, I mean, is it pay equalization? Is it Gender identity. Transgender. Well, they're they're all important. All one is important. But if you're going
0: prior, to prioritize one, which one would you put up top of the list, right?
1: But yeah, what well, what would you put? I I'm totally unprepared to answer. So
0: am says, I. So am yeah. I, need, I. I need. Th- I think. I think equal pay is, has to be. You know, this it's ridiculous that you know. Uh, although you don't, you see it so much in the in a smaller. Um, sector like the blue collar sector you know for example if i if i had to work at same place as as uh, kirsten is i'm pretty sure i wouldn't be making more money than her Mm -hmm. but you do see it on some higher levels white collar you know uh, places and i think that really needs to stop at that point it's it's ridiculous to think that you know and uh, there's also there's still an old boys mentality that a lot of Um, men, for example, will discriminate hiring women because of the possibility that she will fall pregnant at some point and say, you know, it's a hassle, she's pregnant, she's gone for, you know, maternity leave, she's gone for a year or something like that, i got to find somebody else. That has actually, I hear that a lot in a lot of male-oriented places to say, you know, why why the hell would I hire a woman when I hire a guy I know full well he's not going to leave for a year because he's pregnant and it 's a shame that the people still think like that,
1: yeah, well and, and truth also, there are a lot of jobs where accommodations could be made for for women in terms of doing work at home there are There are different different ways that yeah. would be open, but it 's always surprising that some guy just doesn 't realize for some reason that if it wasn 't for pregnancy he wouldn 't be here, yeah <laughs> you know, I mean, does it ever occur to them, but there are there are ways yeah. to do it if there 's a will to do it but i guess workplace issues would be at the top of the list rather mm-hmm, than because mm-hmm. we do have paid leave we yeah. do have um you know abortion yeah. we do gender equality is slowly but maybe the workplace is the would be uh, the workplace issues mm-hmm. Well, we
0: do spend almost a third of our life in a workplace so it's it's, a, it's a big some sector. of us more yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
1: But I really, I don't even know whether or not the feds or, or provincially there, there are any committees that are dedicated to, you know, the progress of, of, um, equality, women, you know, equality mm-hmm. for It'd women. It'd be
4: something to look into. Yeah.
1: yeah. Gonna,
0: we're we're going to have to look into Yeah. yeah. And
4: yeah. you know, something that always bothered me is like, even when I was in like elementary school, they'd come in and you know, they'd need like, oh, can we get a couple of strong boys to help move this? I'm like, Really? really <laughs> you're talking to people that are in a little country school that a bunch of us live on like farms and stuff and you're saying a couple of strong boys
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I, get it's like, I get that
4: i may not want to do it but i am fully capable of doing it let's go for a couple of strong people okay
1: yeah no i i went to a job interview at one point in, in my <laughs> terribly long career and um one of the one of the things that disqualified me was that i wasn't able to lift or or move Mm. the the piece of equipment that I would be selling Mm. which was so stupid because it's like I can't bring anybody in to do that at my own or, or you know they can't make accommodations but that i think mm-hmm. was definitely discrimination that i couldn't i couldn't lift the the equipment
0: it's 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 interesting see uh, you you bring an interesting point kirsten because for example i i, I brought this up before but I'll, I'll bring it again uh you guys know that i'm usually in the gym at some point you'll find me there for sure if you don't find me here and, and uh I find myself sometimes, you know, because sometimes you you you're gonna lift something really really heavy, and you, you want a spotter. You want somebody to watch over you in case Absolutely. you drop it, right? But it's a smart thing to do. I find myself, you know, asking guys because if I'm asking a woman, then first of all, I I'm afraid that she might think I'm trying to come on to her. And two, you know, I'm I I I'm also afraid that it, she might think that I'm actually mocking her. Because some of the weights I lift are pretty heavy, yeah. And you know, you get the, the, this nice girl in the gym, and, and she's strong for a woman. I'm not doubting that at all in any point, of shape, or form. But she cannot lift what I'm lifting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I, and I, I find myself having to ask the guys, but kind of feeling bad about it, right?
4: <laughs> kind of that little that little touchy like middle yeah, it's that that's middle like, like <sighs> What do I do yeah. here?
0: What do I do? Do I do I just just ask the guys? But then. I think of what you just said you know well why not give the girls a chance but if I give the girls a chance am I are they gonna think I'm coming on to them or it's it's really one of those gray zones right
4: yeah I know I would say in that situation you if you wanted to just go up be like you know hey I was wondering you know I need a spotter just being very open and honest I would say like open and honesty is like the best policy there yeah well, well, and like- if she starts sorry to cut you out there Nancy but if you find that she's kind of going like, like you're coming on to me, then do you really want that person helping you out?
0: No, I just want somebody to make sure I don't get crushed under the tonnage.
1: Well, then (laughs) I may be over, I may be overthinking this, but I wonder whether or not um, somewhere in in the women's locker room or wherever, you know, the gym, I don't, but you put up a... a a request form that says, you know, occasionally I may need some help, um, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and um, I don't know whether or not you might be willing, but I'd like either guys or gals, and if you would be, if you're a woman and would be willing to help, you know. Let me know, and then you if, know. If I, was, I just if, don't know. It's like maybe overthinking it. But.
0: Yeah, because if it was a more formal setting, I could understand that. But I mean, you can have some days that you know. Uh, let's say, for example, when you're on a bench press, and you have one of those days that you're not feeling really a hundred percent, and you're thinking, "Okay, I'm going to lift heavy here, but I'm kind of concerned that I might run out of energy." It's a spur of the moment thing,
3: yeah. right? Oh yeah. This
0: is when you look at somebody passing. Hey, hey, bro, give me a give me a spot, and that that is usually the. The thing, right? So instead of Absolutely. saying, hey, bro, hey, sis, you might give me a spot. I find myself sometimes having to avoid that, you know? I mean, okay, r- Unless Kevin. she's the only one in the gym. All
1: right, give me a call. I'll <laughs> come in. I, this whole thing is that you're reluctant to ask me, but okay, I'll come.
0: Oh, well, Yeah. I'm kind of afraid of you. Kirsten now.
1: and I, if Kirsten can't make it. I'm it kind of
0: afraid of you details. now after the <laughs> anonymous attacker.
1: But it is. I mean, that I think that that may be something that that uh, you're just voicing it, and mm. I wonder how many other guys, yeah. you know, are in the same predicament. Exactly.
4: And, like, I know sometimes, like, if I ask for help at work here, and it's sometimes it seems a little bit like, oh, because I'm a woman. It's like, no, because my arms are two different lengths, and I can't grab it with one side. That makes things difficult.
0: Yeah. You get that on top. Huh. All right. Let's do another brilliant moment.
4: Yes, let's. Guys, a Dutch court rules... Pastafarianism isn't a real religion.
0: What? I know. If that's the that's case, why are planets shaped like sp- like meatballs? <laughs> hmm? 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 I What's know. Why is DNA strand like shaped like fusilli?
1: That's right. That's right.
4: Mianka de Wilde, a law student from the Netherlands, wanted to wear a colander on her head when she took her driver's license photo. She wouldn't be the first pastafarian to do it. Hell, in New Zealand. Ministrones can even perform weddings now.
0: Ministrones, <laughs>
4: <laughs> but the government said no. Even though religious people are allowed to wear the appropriate head coverings of their faith for ID pictures, the mayor of Nijmegen told De Wild Nijmegen? that pastafarianism was not a real religion; it was just satirical. She disagreed. She sued. And now a Dutch court has ruled against her. Oh, Oh, they all need sensitivity I know. The Administrative Jurisdiction Division of the Dutch Council of State said her faith wasn't a serious one, so the religious exemption didn't apply to her. The Jurisdiction Division recognizes the considerable significance of being able to freely express satirical criticism of religious dogmas, institutions, and religions... Such criticism itself, however, even if it, it also relates to religion, cannot yet be considered a religion itself, which is covered by the fundamental rights as mentioned above. Pasteparianism cannot be considered as a religion or belief. In particular, there is a lack of re- the required seriousness and cohesion.
0: Well, what if it's part of your religion to not be serious?
4: That's mm, true. It's interesting. Yeah. The judges gave an example of how not serious it is in the greatest thing I've ever seen in a judicial ruling. (laughs) The lack of cohesion is illustrated by the relationship set out in creator Bobby Henderson's letter between the decline in the number of pirates since 1800 and global warming.
0: (laughs) It's true.
1: That's a, the decline no
0: of pirates is
4: proportional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. why we have
4: global warming. Is because we don't have any pirates anymore. We I don't have a good proper been pirate. A
1: suspicion of mine for years. <laughs> I mean, and this poor woman now she's got this dress, pastafarian strainer yeah. that she would have worn, especially for those kind of you know occasions. Yes, of course. Formal occasions like getting her driver's license, and now she's been denied. Yeah. By the court. By the court, no. I mean,
0: uh, you know, Consolation Prize, you know, she's doing this in, in, in the Netherlands. So, I mean, it's not yeah. like it's a country that's overly, <laughs> it's not like the United States, right? The United States would be actually a bit more serious of a thing. Over there, the Netherlands, yes, yeah, okay. I might <laughs> you might have to actually agree with the court and say, yeah, it's a bit satirical. <laughs> that's kind of a fun one, I like.
4: That was a fun one. I'm like, that's just too good. All right. After four years of dating, Claire Dalton was thrilled to be engaged to her best friend and man of her dreams. She had the ring on her finger for six months, until a week before the wedding, when the worst thing ever happened. She looked at her fiancé's phone and saw something shocking. (gasps)
1: Uh Uh-oh.
4: Can anybody guess what it was?
0: He called a a Catholic priest.
1: (laughs) He's He's kissing another guy.
4: He had been watching porn.
1: <gasps> oh, oh no! Oh, oh my god. Oh,
4: she couldn't believe it. Shoot oh, me now. Three words on his search bar that changed my entire view. Three words that concluded he'd been searching for pornography possibly just hours ago. My entire demeanor must have changed in the brief second that when I read those words. Because he asked me what was wrong. I asked why those words were typed into his search bar, and I looked at him with pleading eyes, hoping there was some logical explanation. <laughs> I exited he's out. He's of-
0: preparing for his wedding night. That's what he's doing.
4: <laughs> I exited out of that window on his phone, only to find multiple windows open and s- of sick and twisted ideas of what women supposedly look like. I felt sick to my stomach. Oh
0: God, oh. he's a prude. Oh, oh man.
4: The fiance made up some lie about how it must have been his brother before he called her up later that night to tell her, "It's me. I have a problem." Oh. oh. <laughs> The phone fell out of my hands and hung up before I had a chance to say much more. I wanted to scream. I wanted to cry. I wanted to kick and punch the wall. Drama! 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 But in that moment, I felt paralyzed. <laughs> I had a sudden frightening sensation of someone grasping at my neck as if it, as if someone or something was attempting to suffocate me to my death.
0: She likes to be choked, huh?
1: It's a good thing she's not overly dramatic
0: about all of this. It. <laughs> no, it's a good thing.
4: <laughs> this goes on for a while. Dalton goes on and on about how her <laughs> life is ruined, ruined, for the dumbest possible reason. Needless to say, she called the wedding off, which she later said involved calling every single one of the 300 guests and telling them why she couldn't marry him.
0: Oh (laughs) my God, did he ever dodge a bullet? (laughs) I I would congratulate that guy. You dodged a bullet there, buddy.
4: (laughs) In short, the 21-year-old Mormon, a presumed virgin who's saving herself from marriage, had her life shattered. Shattered.
0: Mormon. By a man who dared
4: to fantasize the same way pretty much every other guy does this story was first posted on dalton's blog a month ago under the melodramatic title understanding betrayal trauma and since then she's gotten exactly the reaction you'd expect (laughs) everyone is telling her she's crazy to flip out over a guy watching porn as one commenter said he saw porn she canceled their wedding one of those is a massive overreaction hint not his
0: <laughs> oh. I think. Oh. First of all, I think if I was to talk to her, say, you know what, there is a lot of female-friendly porn on there. Maybe you should have a look at that, and he might actually like it too. It should... might actually give you some ideas for your wedding night.
1: <laughs> you know, as over dramatic as it is, I do have a degree of sympathy for this woman, not for what she did, but how how her initial reaction was because. In, in in traditional society um, maybe not with today's younger generation, but traditionally, porn is viewed totally different by men than by well, than by women. But men see it as a natural, you know, a natural expression of sex, and they've got the instrument available, so why not play it? And ha! anything, anything that um, <laughs> enhances the experience, you know, that's fine because no one's being harmed. You know, no, 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 not, nobody was killed during the filming of this incident. <laughs> of this, you know. That's pretty well, extreme point so, you know, to know, so, that's fine. Women, you know, from their, from, you know, at least the last four or five generations have been brought up with mothers that say this is a filthy dirty habit you don't do it if you know men men should be ashamed of themselves and um you you come with that dichotomy and it's it's sometimes you know you you've got to you know either meet in the middle or realize no I just don't want to be with somebody that does this and I under I understand both both sides of it, but it, it can be a, a difficult a difficult issue, especially when you have occasionally politicians who are caught, you know, and they have to give up their job and they have to give up their security clearances and, and so forth and so on, so it, I it's, still it's a, think it exacerbates the, the situation. This
0: guy dodged a bullet big time, because if she's going to flip over yeah. this, I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: But that's 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 a that's an area where she's uncomfortable. And of course, she's
0: raised Mormon. What do you say?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she she's not alone in all of this. But this happens to be a really funny, you know, funny
4: the way, way that the way that it's yeah, written way, up is exactly. just and the overdramatic.
1: dramatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, and calling all three hundred, my God, and the girls couldn't have gotten a ten minutes sleep. In oh, order to my do
4: favorite that. part about that oh, wow. was wow. not just calling them but telling them, telling them. why yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. I wonder how many blue
0: Jim. He got. I'm canceling the wedding because you never you'd never see that he was washing porn oh my god yeah. <laughs> oh man uh, yeah okay <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I, I I feel bad for her in a way because yeah she, yeah yeah, maybe she needs a... Somebody send her, like, a viber for her birthday or something like that. She needs she needs some release, poor girl.
1: No, I mean, that's the first question she's going to ask of the new boyfriend. You know, it's not, hi, what's your sign? It's, hi, do you watch porn? Are you, are you a what? porn subscriber? Yeah what's, yeah,
0: what's your web browser? <laughs> what's looking like?
1: Yeah, let me, let me check your browser before we go further that. with it. So
0: that's why you erase your browser every time you come in here. Before-
1: <laughs> that makes
4: me think of... um why what vibrators were originally invented for it was to cure the the women's hysteria or yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. exactly exactly and if you want to hear more on that go watch go listen to a uh, citation needed
0: yes yes that
4: was they good, did an episode that on that and it's fantastic it's a good show
1: yeah. oh by the way um, this is this is a this is a commercial so I have to warn everybody up in front I, those of us in Canada who shop at superstore and mm-hmm. we like the great Canadian superstore You
0: have a good vibrator?
1: and well no this is, this is we're changing the subject slightly oh, okay. and we all love the Swooshy lady <laughs> they have lunch boxes now on sale for the kids that say swoosh and today I'm gonna go see if I can buy one I was there yesterday and I didn't see them you didn't see them? No. Well, I'm gonna have, we I'm we gonna should, have to do to We the should same. go today. I bought a new lunch bag too. Well, we should go. We should go to, to superstore today and see a if we can buy them. Nos. I think they're only ten bucks, but I'm not sure. Let's see if. If they I find
0: them. it, I'm buying one too. Oh, okay.
1: So well, we're gonna, gonna go worried. buy all of them. Anybody that wants a swishy, it, it doesn't say swishy lady, but it does say swish. It has to do with some TV show or, I'm or something. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. I would know.
0: So heads oh. up, everybody. That's fantastic. Alright, guys, so let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have a godless cranium with us. So stay with us.
1: Here's
2: an excerpt from Mum, Dad, I'm an Atheist by David G. McAfee.
0: It is the same highly regarded concept of an afterlife that allows misguided religious people to justify the mistreatment of those who disagree with their religious ideologies. They are simply trying to protect you from eternal damnation in the afterlife by condemning you, insulting you, and even disowning you in this life. It is not to say that becoming open about your disbelief is always going to be met with these negative reactions and, in fact, that is precisely what this work is hoping to prevent. But it is important to understand that if you experience negative reactions from religious kin, it is probably a result from the religion's teachings and likely not from any personal vendetta or hatred. Find this audiobook and many more at atheistaudiobooks.com. If your skepticism is socially
4: conscious and doesn't take itself too seriously, you might like Life, the Universe, and Everything Else. great comfort, his big stumper was literally which came first, the chicken or the egg. A lot of the interviews took place in front of a building that said Liberal Arts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that they're not all science majors.
3: <laughs>
1: Life, the Universe, and Everything Else. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere else. I don't know, Zoom? Is that still a thing?
3: Okay, just just think about the Muslims at this moment who are blowing themselves up, uh, convinced that they are agents of God's will. There is absolutely nothing that Dr. Craig can, can say against their behavior in moral terms, apart from his own faith-based claim that they're praying to the wrong God. If they had the right God, what they were doing would be good on divine command theory now i'm obviously not saying that all the dr craig or all religious people are psychopaths and psychotics but this to me is is the true horror of religion it allows perfectly decent and sane people to believe by the billions what only lunatics could believe on their own if you wake up tomorrow morning thinking that saying a few latin words over your pancakes is going to turn them into the body of Elvis Presley. Okay. You have lost your mind. Okay. But if you think more or less the same thing about a cracker and the body of Jesus, you're just a Catholic. All right, joining us
0: online is a YouTuber that goes by the moniker Godless Cranium. He's a snappy dresser and a snazzy dancer. Mike, thank you so much for joining us at Left of the Valley. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me, Kevin. <laughs> I, I I caught on to your um, to your YouTube channel a while back, and I was hooked instantly. I just love your little avatar, and I love what you do. Um, maybe you'd be so kind to give our audience a bit of a little a quick bio without getting too personal, as to what, what you do and why how you started doing this.
5: Okay. Um, well, I am a YouTuber, like you just pointed out. Um, my most of my videos are about uh, religion or atheism. Uh, or secularism, uh, I do have some that aren 't, but they 're the minority <laughs> mm-hmm. on my channel. I try to keep it to the same kinds of topics, um, superstition as well
0: yeah, so that 's fa- fa- pretty much it yeah fantastic, fantastic um, <laughs> i got to ask you first of all for anybody who 's ever watched I, I highly recommend you guys follow the channel by the way it 's a great little channel and 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 I love especially at the end i got to ask you all these little uh, singing bits that you get at the end of christians rapping or whatever where <laughs> do you get that that is pure gold
5: <laughs> yeah i don't know i have a whole file folder of them so oh <laughs> god he he, he
0: he 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 goes online and he'll he'll uh he'll you a lot of time answer Um, somebody will put a video online of you know all atheists are this or atheists are that and he'll answer and he's quite eloquent the way he answers this and he debunks it nice and matter of factly and I love love his tone and I love his bit of sarcasm he points in there I love that by the way (laughs) and then at the end he usually plays like a incredibly cheesy video of some Christians rapping about Jesus and it's pure gold (laughs) I laugh every time it's like oh my god where does he find this stuff it's just absolutely amazing where did you get the idea for that um i can't i don't remember actually i just kind of
5: like i think i just ran across one and i was like this is this is funny it's got to go in the video and then it just became like almost like a trademark like um uh, I, I don't put them in all the videos obviously no. especially uh, serious videos like you know ones where i'm tackling something that's you know like just say like my video on um the indoctrination of native americans i'm not going to be mm. putting a, a rap video at the end of that but um uh, you know sometimes you know depending on my mood and how long the video is and if it's a if it's a super long video again I don't usually put it in there because I don't want to make it too big like the video too long mm-hmm. so yeah, it just depends on the circumstances but yeah it's, it's almost like a trademark every like third or fourth video I'll put I'll
0: throw it in there <laughs> Fantastic. Just, yeah. uh, I gotta ask you uh, you've done a wide variety of these videos and I, I, I love them all they're, they're, they're great things to watch um, but are there some topics that you find that you grab more to heart, you know, that you think are very, very serious, and more, or, or some that are maybe lighter and maybe you know, they're just more fun to make of, uh, make fun of, and et cetera, et cetera?
5: Um, well, I'm working on one now on the uh, Catholic Church uh, child abuse oh, scandal, nice. uh, so I would take that one seriously. Um, so there's probably not going to be a lot of humor in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Um, I do take that seriously I took the one uh, like I said the indoctrinating of the Native Americans um, I took that one very seriously uh, but yeah uh, um, some of the ones that I did out that were historical like I did one on uh, the cargo cults uh, that one was serious I you know read books and stuff about that and mm-hmm. Uh, put, compiled that into a video, so
0: you might, yeah. You might want to explain the cargo cults to our audience, because as soon as you say cargo calls, the first thing that comes to my mind is people wearing cargo pants, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not the case. No, they're,
5: um, they're small islands, and in, uh, I think it was uh, World War One, ships came out, and they had cargo on them, mm-hmm. and so the, the, the natives there kind of thought of them as magical, and somehow they created a John Frum uh, character that some people think might be real like a, a, there was a real john kind of like might there might be a real jesus that the myth was built on and um they think that he's going to come back with cargo if they do these certain things and they'll they'll march around with like um sticks that are fashioned to look like guns kind of like um Amer- you know american flags or british flags so yeah it's uh it's it's a whole thing and it's really kind of fascinating because it's a lot of it resembles like Christianity and mm-hmm. some of the other religions, right? So
0: it's, it's fascinating to see that because, uh, I think we should almost do a show on that episode by, by just by itself. Because, uh, last year we were talking about how there was this episode where in Indonesia they found this um sex doll, they found a sex doll <laughs> in the swamp. And they started dressing her up, and they started, within a couple of months, there was a couple of legends about this angel falling from the sky and weeping and healing people, and this is, like, 2016, <laughs> right? It just yeah. shows how quickly <laughs> these things take a life of their own. And if you apply yeah. the same kind of logic to a carpenter 2,000 years ago, it's really quick to yeah. see how how these legends can sprout out of nothing.
5: Yeah, it's yeah. that's why I, that's why I found it so fascinating. That's why I made a video, but it's, it's just, it's, it's almost like it's like a snapshot in real because it's hard to look back at like the beginnings of christianity or judaism because it was so long ago right mm-hmm. but these things happened within you know a couple of lifetimes of us and we have it documented so we know exactly how they happened exactly
0: <laughs> and it's just yeah yeah it's 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 a great it's a great uh, teaching tool for sure mm-hmm. yeah because yeah.
1: it's it's it is a snapshot in um, in, in cultures where there isn't a lot of um, news that comes into them. They're not involved in, in modern society, I gather, so that it's easy for them to, to um, deal in mystical thinking rather than have any scientific uh, evidence, you know, to prove any of the, the natural things that, that happen.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. To- actually in the in the cargo cult as well they've merged the two because they, before John Frum they used to believe in a volcano god because on the on on the island there's a volcano oh. uh, so they've kind of wedded the two together and there's actually fra- fractures in that religion so different sects uh, some that believe so more in the John Frum some that believe more in the volcano and they argue about their mythology just like you would find here in Christianity or, you know, Islam or something like that, right? So
1: so if anybody, if anybody doubts that we're hardwired you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. to, 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 to believe in, in these things in the absence of scientific discovery, there, there, they are living and breathing. Yeah. Or here we are. I can't say they and, and them because we are hardwired.
0: Yeah, it just to shows do that. that despite all the marvelous despite, technology that we have, we're yeah. still yeah. The, yeah.
5: the stupid briney that we were. Yeah. I don't know if we're hardwired to believe in a deity, but we're definitely hardwired to find patterns. Yeah. And when, exactly. Yeah, and so, like, if we don't know something, it's a lot. Of, a lot of humans, most humans, I would, I would think, find it better to to have an explanation that's a bad explanation than to have no explanation at all. So yes. they'll, they'll fill that in with, you know, supernatural stuff.
0: I absolutely agree. So how long now have you been doing this uh, this little channel, Mike? Um, I started it in January. So probably a year, a year and a half. A, just a year and a half? Yeah, a year and, and a half You're a bit like so. the new kid on the block in many aspects there yeah 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 I guess so yeah, you have uh, made quite an impact already you had a lot of guests come on your show and uh, a lot of uh, guests uh podcasters and guests uh uh youtubers so you're already doing you're having quite an impact out there obviously
5: yeah it, it's nice to see um a lot of the uh, quite a few of the um people that I had on I don't know when my channel was about I don't know I think maybe ten thousand subscribers
3: mm-hmm.
5: uh, I had some guest videos on and and some of those people that guessed it or whatever have their channels have grown to you know either eclipse mine or uh get close to it so that's pretty
0: cool, <laughs> cool. well now that you've been on now you're being on this show you you probably gonna go back <laughs> down to ten thousand <laughs> subscribers <laughs> yeah well i haven't
5: my my channel really grew when i started because i i would put out daily videos and now i don't and i think lately i think in the last couple of months i've Really slowed down on making videos just because of my work schedule. So yeah, hopefully in the winter it's that'll pick back up. But
0: for tough, right now, it's it's tough to me. These, I, I mean, just just editing this uh, audio show that I do takes a lot of time. So you can just imagine what you have to do. It's like wow, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Of work.
5: yeah. It takes about four to eight hours to make a video, depending on how long it is. Yeah.
1: So what what inspired you to start the uh, your channel?
5: Um, I used to write a blog by the same name as my channel, and I just felt like. I'm the kind of person that kind of gets bored when I know how to do something. So uh, I thought, well, I've never done video editing. I've never done voice recording. And it, it looks pretty cool. It looks fun to do. So I'm going to try it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I guess I, I started that. I started that first with a gaming channel, actually, because um, I liked to game. And, uh, and then I was like, this isn't what... like I, I really enjoyed writing my blog. And because it was more controversial, it was more... And thinking like I guess I I had to research things and stuff like that, so that keeps me interested. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm gonna I'll try I'll open a second channel and try that. And I and I did, and it just kind of took off. I didn't expect it to take off at all, <laughs> but um, but probably the gaming channel helped me kind of like learn how to do some of the things, like learn a little bit of editing, learn how to um, record myself and stuff like that. So uh, it's a learning experience,
0: but. I gotta yeah. quickly ask you something about your your mm-hmm. avatar on the screen there. Sure. I've always felt like the mask, the mask your avatar wears, mm-hmm. has a, some kind of significance. Is it just something an image you picked out, or is there some significance to it? Uh, there's no
5: significance. Um, the uh, when I uh, when I first started my channel, I used a free uh, picture mm-hmm. um, that was copyright free, and it was just of a guy in the shadows, and he was holding his hand out. Um, and I used that for a little while and then I thought I really want to get an avatar that I can change the expressions, change what he's doing kind of thing. Um, have him pop in and out. And so I, I just happened to run across an animator, Marvin, uh, Marvin entertainment, I think his name is, or mm-hmm. uh, anyways, Marvin, he's on my channel. He's, uh, one of the. Uh, He's the person that made the avatar and I asked him I said hey can you make me an avatar and he looked at my channel And I had like 30 subscribers at the time and I think he has a thousand or something maybe three thousand And he said oh man you you only have like 30 subscribers, but okay I'll make you a free one And so he made like the first like four poses like the one where he's got his arms crossed was the very first one yes, and uh And then he said basically he just went and listened to my videos and then said that that's the like mental image that he got of me through my voice and style and stuff like that. So yeah, that's how it, that's how it happened. <laughs>
1: so so when you started your that channel, did you use any of the other existing podcasts as as models or inspirations of or did you have your point of view immediately and felt That there was uh, a—I hate to use the word—but market. Did you feel that there was an opening, you know, for you with your with your own point of view?
5: Um, Well, yeah, uh, I would—I would say that maybe I I already had my point of view, and what I was aiming for was I, I saw a lot of channels that, like a lot of the older atheist channels that weren't doing atheism anymore. So I thought there's 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 a market there because. Um, those people have stopped doing that, and I and the anti-feminist stuff doesn't really. I mean, it interests me on a periphery um, basis, but not really, you know, enough to ch- fuel a channel or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but atheism does, and so does religion. So uh, th- there was that. I also wanted the channel to be like the the godless cranium on that channel isn't a character; like he's actually me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I wanted to showcase my actual personality and not just. A character that I was just you know performing or whatever, so it's kind of like a polished version of me. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I probably took inspiration from some of the other atheist YouTubers because I have watched them. So uh, they're probably partially like people like Logic and uh, Armored Skeptic. Uh, I've watched some of his videos. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also thought that there. I also wanted to do it in a different way because I feel like um, sometimes a lot of the atheist channels get bogged down in making fun of people like making fun of them or calling them stupid or things like that. And I I wanted to go about it a different way. I wanted to make it so that I wasn't making personal attacks, but I was attacking the argument, but still make it kind of funny or kind of humorous, have humorous moments in it. Um, You know, uh, I don't know. I've tried to do that. I've tried. I think I've gotten better. (laughs) Uh, I think if you watch some of my first videos, they're a lot different than the ones that are made now so
0: trust me you listen to some of our first episodes they are very very rough i don't think (laughs)
5: that people actually do (laughs) yeah one of the biggest mistakes i made when i first started was i i would cut out the pauses between uh you know sentences and stuff so it just sounded like i was talking really fast Mm. instead of and and i kind of talk fast anyway so i i've had to learn how to like slow my speech down when i'm recording my voice but uh it was really bad, and then so I would have people say, "Hey, I really loved your video. I really liked it, but man, you talk really fast." <laughs> and so I've stopped doing that. But
0: I have to admit, I have to admit. You know, on this show, often we'll have some uh, some some drops, some some stiff, some music, some sound effects, something like that. They'll drop in the, in the background. Uh, a lot of them is usually added uh, in post. Uh, and I tried for the longest time to get your laugh. Because I think whenever you start laughing at somebody and he's got he's got this, <laughs> it's just hilarious. And I could never actually get it. I was trying to record it, and then of course you would start talking, or there was a, it, I could never really get it. It's like God damn it! Eventually, I will get his laugh. <laughs> well,
5: I actually do when I when I record the laugh for videos. I actually that's actually my real laugh because I'll watch it and then I'll laugh like when I originally watch it, and then I'll be like. I'll go back and I'll actually be watching the video and laughing at it while I'm doing it, and then I'll just record me laughing because it's just.
0: <laughs> I think you get <laughs> so a fantastic. It's I think
5: yeah. you get a fantastic. It's
1: a, it's amazing how how much technical. Um, things you have you have to do that you had no idea when you started that it would require that much technical knowledge and information and a lot of it you just pick up because it's trial and error on your own not because you've got a buddy you can call and say hey you know i'm trying to accomplish this so you get a lot of kudos and props for being able to accept that kind of a challenge and going over the details over and over until you get it right Mm -hmm. it's not easy
5: it's actually the the details that make it interesting to me because
1: yeah, like true. like
5: and I still like um, I'm always learning like right now I'm trying to learn how to use VMix so I can put it up, use it on my podcast mm. uh, but that's one of the most interesting things I like about YouTube is that there's always something new to learn always something new people that I can talk to new stuff to do and that's what keeps me interested. But, yeah, I, I literally knew nothing about anything. Like, I do nothing about editing. I do nothing about uh, computer it's, it's stuff exa- or whatever. exactly
0: what happened to us, too. It's exactly what happened to us, too. <laughs> but you just you just mentioned there that you also do a podcast? Yeah.
5: Um, I have a podcast called The Heathen Hour.
0: Oh, pl- plug it, man. Go right ahead. Be shameless.
5: Oh, okay. The Heathen Hour podcast. Um, uh, right now, I'm... Uh, I have a co-host named Shannon Q and we broadcast it every Saturday night at eight thirty 30 uh, Eastern. Um, but uh, like last night we interviewed dark matter twenty five twenty five. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love yeah. that. Um, but we just opened our own. Uh, I wanted to make it uh, its own separate channel. Mm-hmm. So we just opened uh, the new channel. I got some channel art done and stuff like that. Um, so we're still broadcasting it from Godless Cranium channel, but eventually, and then I moved it the, Move it over to um, the Heathen Hour or the Heathen Hour channel, but I'm hoping soon that the Heathen Hour will just be its own thing, kind of its own entity. Do you
1: have a name for that podcast? Did I I miss it? it?
0: The Heathen Hour
5: is. Oh,
1: okay. The Heathen. Yeah,
5: yeah, the Heathen Hour
0: podcast. I'm trying to look. uh, Is it on iTunes? I'm trying to look for it right now. There it is. um, Perfect. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, it looks like
5: two red H's. Two red H's. Yeah, you get
0: your avatar there and uh, some lady. Yep, that's Shannon Q. Perfect. Subscribe. Yep. There you go. I just subscribed <laughs> Thank to your, you. your podcast. Now, I got I, I to gotta ask because, you know, serious people have serious enemies. And mm. your videos have certainly made some waves of... And some people have had a bit of a backlash against you. So, I want to tell tell us a bit to who do you think... You, you you think you have a couple of nemesis out there going after <laughs> you? Um, yeah, I definitely
5: do, but... Um... I did nothing too serious. Like it hasn't been it hasn't been as bad as I thought it was gonna be when I first started. I do have obviously people that disagree with me on a regular basis, but um I, I'm fine with those people. Like I, I watch any any uh response videos that I get I try to I try to watch them if I can find them and my subscribers are pretty good at pointing them out to me if they find them. So uh I watch them all and uh there's a couple of people that I'm not big fans of that uh, i had one uh guy troll my uh discord channel and post racist and sexist memes oh, all over it yeah. um <laughs> uh and he's been he, he he at first was trying to get me to talk to him on my podcast but i've always said no so there's a couple of people that i just i, I have theists on my chant on my podcast all the time uh but there's a couple of them that i I want nothing to do with that they'll never they'll never get on my podcast so.
0: well speaking of your podcast I hope you and your co-host can come back on our show we could discuss your podcast uh, later on in the year that'd be great
5: yeah sure it's yeah we up love to
0: done I'm sure Shannon
5: would uh, do it for sure she, yeah. she loves going on uh, um Different streams and stuff. <laughs> exactly.
0: so talk to Shannon, and we'll get back together. we we'll, we'll bring you guys back on the show. and We'll continue this lovely discussion. Uh, I gotta ask you, Mike. Uh, how long have you um, been an atheist yourself?
5: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Roughly. I, um, I, it's hard to tell because I, I at first I was a theist, and then probably like I've always had questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably around like my like teenage years i started to kind of doubt it more but i just I, I always went through like a phase where like probably a lot of atheists go through it where it's like you start you know you go from being a christian to maybe an agnostic you call yourself yeah. an agnostic and then you call yourself uh well i think there might be something spiritual out there and you kind of go through these grades so i don't know at what point precisely i was like hey i just don't
0: believe any of it anymore <laughs> it's not um, making sense in your teenage years at some point
5: yeah it's just kind of like from there into my 20s probably I was just kind of uh, on you know a little bit on the fence uh, and exploring that the topic more but so you probably mid mid 20s I would say I'd probably so,
0: so you so you've been really active for the past a bit more than a year would you would you channel but you've mm-hmm. been in your apostasy for several years before that um, yeah. if if I was to uh, ask you to go back when you first started come out and compare to now, what do you think? Do you think the movement of atheism itself has progressed? Do you think it has regressed? Do you think there are things we should be working on, or uh, what? What are your opinion in in that in that aspect?
5: Um, oh, that's a hard one. I think it, I think it came out. I think it came out hard, and then I think everything's kind of like a pendulum, right? Like you mm-hmm. see it in politics as well, where you you'll, it something will like say. You know, conservatism just say we'll we'll wax and wane, right? So, uh, at some point, it'll be really strong, and then people will go against it because it's been there for too long. It's too strong, and it'll kind of even itself out again, right? And I think the same with thing with atheism, or you know, um, atheist the atheist movement. It it came out really strong. It kind of waned. It became a little bit uncool to be an atheist. You got Fedora Shrek and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's coming. I think it's making a comeback. There's a lot of new channels. Um, coming out. Uh, there's a lot of new apologists as well to tackle, like Jordan Peterson, that mm. um, are a lot different than the William Lane Craig's of the world. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's it's doing okay now. I think there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of good uh, smaller channels or new channels that are coming out. I mean, by small I mean like 20k, 30, 40k uh, channels.
0: A lot of people in the past have said that you know the idea that we have so many small um YouTubers, podcasters and many different channels is actually a bit of a weakness for the movement. They thought if the movement would become probably stronger if we went something more mainstream like television or radio. Or would you agree with that?
5: Um, no, I think I think the internet's where uh the future is to me. I and I think a lot of uh, I think the most important thing about um, atheist videos, and I, I get emails and stuff and comments on my videos, which always make me feel good. Um, but it's you know a lot of people that are living in in either countries or in households or in communities where they don't have anybody to talk to and just being able to reach out through youtube and and watch a video like say watch one of my videos and say hey i'm not the only one that thinks this way um it can be an incredible comfort and i don't think you're going to get that on tv i don't think parents are going to be letting their kids watch uh tv and and You know, hey, look, there's like, you know, Godless Cranium on, you know, Fox 29 or whatever. Like, I I don't see that happening, right? So,
0: well, let let me play devil's advocate here for a second because I love doing that. Uh, I'm just pointing that question because some people have basically voiced that. Um, The thing with YouTube is, yes, you have a lot of great channels like yours, but you also have a lot of crappy channels giving a lot of misinformation. So, they kind of, you know, Bounces the equation, but if it's something that's actually on national TV, then it's kind of uh, approved by media, it's approved by the populace.
5: Yeah, and that can be bad, too, because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's on TV that's either not true or... I mean, like, you can find ancient aliens on on TV, (laughs) which is just really bad as well, right? Like, it's on the History Channel, so it actually makes it seem more plausible, right? Because if if you're a kid... And you're like, hey, it's on the History Channel. It must be true.
0: Wait a minute. Right. Are you telling me you do not subscribe to the ancient astronaut theory? <laughs> no.
5: Shocker. Shocker.
0: So, <laughs> but, but I think like all, like all the different
5: ideas, even the bad ideas can help somebody, you know, work through their own atheism, right? Like their own ideas about religion. Like even if it's a bad idea, they'll be like, hmm, you know, what does person B think, right? And then they can just work through it on their own.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. So, what's coming up for you uh, for, for the Godless Cranium channel? Anything over the horizon coming up that we should be looking forward to? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's it. Might as well close the channel down right now. You're done. <laughs> Move just, to the just, other podcast channel. I like this channel. guy. God, we're I like done. this guy. He's just a straightforward <laughs> shooter. Just, I love him.
5: Just just the Catholic one that I'm working on. Um, we're currently booking more guests for heathen hour uh like i said uh, i think my main focus soon will be pumping up the heathen hour and getting it uh to be its own separate entity uh so that's probably where my focus will be um and in the winter like winter's coming on i'll get less hours at work i'll be able to dedicate more time to my channel so uh hopefully i'll get more subscribers and my channel will continue to grow uh So if, so, if there
0: was a guest that you could get on your either your podcast or your channel, I mean, besides the Left of the Valley crew, of course, if there was a, a <laughs> guest that you could actually get your hands on, who would it be? He or she? Jeez. Uh, uh, I don't know, actually. I, no, I don't think you want Jesus. No. One, one of them was Dark
5: Matter. I really wanted to get him on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we accomplished that. But uh, I don't know what this... I, I, I'm good with, like, a lot of different people. Like, I, I really like the, the I like the interviews that we do, but I also, I think my favorite is when we have two people that have opposing views, and um, they discuss it on, on the channel live. I think that's, like, awesome. Uh, so, like, um, SJ and uh, Richard Carrier are coming on soon. Um, oh, Richard, so, love Richard. Yeah, so that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so, I, I, I don't know, I don't, there's not really anybody that I would be like hey that's the guy that I want on my channel or, or, the, or the lady I want on my channel but
0: you say that obviously you want them all
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah I do anybody that's interesting or I think is interesting I, I'm hoping to get Logic on soon um, I'm gonna invite him soon uh, to come on so well, and maybe had- even creationist cat
0: yeah you've had so much uh, collaborations with some of these other YouTubers out there I'm sure they'll have a spot on your podcast at some point too right uh, guys like uh, Professor Stick and all these other guys uh, Godless Engineer and all that yeah i've 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 gone on
5: uh, streams with professor stick mm-hmm. uh i did one recently with heath and professor stick uh so yeah we've done that um some of their schedules are pretty crazy like vice rhino for instance we've tried yes. to get him on um and he's agreed but he his work schedule just doesn't jive with the show so uh we're waiting for a time when he's like maybe on holidays or something that we can maybe you know get him in there yeah. we're but, supposed yeah. to get
0: him in october yeah,
5: yeah hopefully because he's he's in uh the food industry I think so okay
0: yeah.
5: yeah so he's got crazy hours and he usually works evenings so
0: oh wow. yeah. fair enough well if the bike is all yours Mike if you want to plug your show uh, by all means be shameless go right ahead and you know use us Yes.
5: yeah check out uh, my channel Godless Cranium it's on YouTube and Heathen Hour is on YouTube as well Um, yeah check them out and uh, if you like them uh, subscribe that would be great I can always (laughs) use more
1: subscribers
0: (laughs) (laughs) fantastic Mike before I list you I gotta have you say hi I'm Godless Cranium or if you wanna say hi I'm Mike from Godless Cranium and I took a left at the valley
5: (laughs) hi I'm Godless Cranium and I took a left at the valley
0: (laughs) and that was Godless
1: Radio. Oh, but a lovely guy. I
0: know. Nice guy, isn't he?
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just like he's a guy who had an idea that something would work and it would be interesting and keep him, you know, interested and not be bored. Mm-hmm. And it turned out mm-hmm. successfully. You know, mm-hmm. and it's Canadian. What could be better? What could be better? Exactly. Yeah, what, could be better?
0: <laughs> what could be better? And, you know, I like I was telling him, I love the way he's factual matter of fact almost in your face but he's not arrogant about it he's not you know he's like no this is exactly I just love the way he presents it it's yeah, it. the Canadian I, charm maybe maybe yeah. that's it you know <laughs> he's, he's almost one of those guys that could tell you to fuck off and you would say thank you you'd ask for directions how to do so yeah. you know it's, he's, he's got that that kind of charm to him I love it
1: yeah it's great that you found him and you introduced him to yes. your listeners and,
0: and uh, let's you hope know, he becomes more
1: successful that's great
0: he comes back with uh, his uh, co-host Shannon to really talk about the uh, his other podcast so yeah. we'll be looking for that for sure well thank you so much ladies for being with us at the intensive uh, care unit while I recuperate from a uh, anonymous attack <laughs> I was not involved no, but you got to give it back my water. I have,
1: I have three, three alibis. <laughs> I've, I'm not involved. It's not. It's fake news.
0: <laughs> fake news.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, thank you so much for joining us. So next week we'll be talking to Godless Engineer. We're going for the Godless face, apparently. Or, yeah, Godless definitely. Engineer next week, and after that later in the month we'll be talking to uh, Stephen Woolworth from Reality Rules, and we'll be also talking to a couple of ladies from a podcast named Forsaking Faith. And we also have our friend Jessica, the therapist, who agreed to come on the show, and we'll be talking about de-escalation. Oh. Oh, yes, that's going to be interesting. That sounds
4: wow. like a very interesting and important topic.
0: Yes, it's one of our listeners that's contacted us via email, and found us. she's a therapist, and she likes to talk about this. Stuff. So, hey, come on the show. Let's talk about this. Oh, so wonderful. I'll have Jessica come on it's the
2: terrific. show.
0: Fantastic. Anything else in need Oh, yeah, you can follow us at valley.com, You can follow us on Twitter, at LATV Podcast, on Facebook. Send us an email at outlook.com. Give us a five-star review. It really helps us, and it helps the show, and it helps others find the show as well. Anything else I need, Dad? Harry
1: Potter. I have to do
0: it. No. Christina. Christina's <laughs> not here. No, I'm not. I'm not pushing Harry Potter if she's not here. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. No, oh, it's like, come on, Kevin. No, no. It's fantastic. I'm in pain and I'm on morphine in a hospital bed. Okay, don't don't make me push Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. Until next time.
2: your a nonbeliever, an infidel, a heathen—I call it how I see it. I say it's ignorance, and you just call it faith And unsubstantiated claims. That's something to be ashamed. I'm an atheist. 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 Aye. I'm an atheist. 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 Aye. I'm an atheist. atheist, atheist I'm an atheist. atheist, atheist now let me take a second. Me mean it sounds so hateful, but. I Pun intended. I find it disgraceful that thousands of children are raped by priests, and since the holy men of God they get away scot free. And the Pope does his very best to keep it on the hush. Don't want to affect business. He loves money too much. We know that they love the kids, but how the fuck can we protect them while they plan to molest them? We teaching them to respect. Fuck that. The system is broken down, working backwards. And the only action or tactic I plan to practice now is to attack on the parties of God's hands are bloodstained. Millions of murders by believers. And they're all in God's name. And let me take a second. Don't mean it sounds so hateful, but I a an infidel, a heathen. I call it how I see it. I say it's ignorance and you just call it faith and unsubstantiated claims. That's something to be-